0: When did you feel God nudge you? When did you feel God nudge you behind the wheel? Oh, I've been excited about this show for weeks because my favorite shows are the ones where I get to hear how God has shown up in your lives. It's always been our listeners that make this show, and your stories do so much for my faith. So when God nudged me about the topic for this show this morning... I said, oh yeah, that'd be amazing, and Karen Mulder, our Wisdom of the Wounded Ministry partner, has such an amazing amount of wisdom on this topic. So the topic today is, when did you get a God nudge behind the wheel? This is God's show, and we get to hear you share how God nudged you behind the wheel, so we need you to call. Maybe you've never called a call-in show before, but your testimony will be amazing. We so want to hear how God nudged you. Maybe it was just somebody that was sick that you hadn't thought about, or maybe you were supposed to not look this way, or you were sitting at a stoplight and you thought, oh, I better not go through because somebody's fixed to run it. You know how God nudged you, and we need you to share your story. 866 348 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. Maybe God told you to pull over and pick somebody up or not pick somebody up. What happened? You call in and share, and naturally we have our very own Karen Mulder here with us to help us understand God nudges. Good morning, Karen. What's a God nudge?
1: Thank you, Robbie. Good morning to you.
0: Well,
1: you know, uh, can I tell a little bit about what I think a God nudge is? Please do. Okay. Well, I looked up in the dictionary what is a nudge, and I loved it. It said it's a gentle push or to prod lightly. It's an urge into action. So a God nudge is God urging us gently into action. You know, I like uh, Bill Hybels calls those God nudges, whispers from God, and I like that. Uh, Here's what he says. I think it's pretty good and helpful in understanding what a God nudge is. Bill Hybels says, whispers or nudges from God are real. Our God is not one who sits on his heavenly throne, but a God who sits with you in the car, the plane, the train, the bus, the hospital room, the classroom, the office, at work, at home. God is near, near enough to whisper to you his words of assurance, his words of warning, and to give you his next assignment.
0: Wow. And that's what we need to be hearing. We need to be listening for and we need you to call us cuz we know you have a story there there's something just popped into your mind oh i remember the time that god did this with me you would increase so many folks faith by sharing that today on the air 866 348 7884 when did god nudge you behind the wheel we got john is in louisville kentucky john you're on the christian car guy show good morning I'm so excited to hear these stories <laughs> so fire away.
2: Well, um, can you hear me okay?
0: We hear you great. You're doing good.
2: I don't know if am I echoing?
0: No, you're fine. Just go ahead.
2: Okay, very good. Because I've got a Bluetooth in my car, um, while I'm telling you this story. Um yeah, I my life uh as a young person while I was in college and stuff, was uh, you know, not so uh not so Christian like. And uh, when I did become a Christian after leaving college and uh, getting over all the indoctrination of atheism and and whatnot, um, trying to come to terms with that God God can forgive me and does love me, I struggled with that because I thought I've been such a bad person. How could God ever love me? I'm so I'm so wretched that uh, you know, and and so I carried a lot of guilt around and a lot of shame. For a long time, and you know, and I would, and I would pray and say, God, please forgive me for my past. But I never felt like He truly forgave me because I I was not worthy of His forgiveness, and I just never could get past that. Um, and I, I'm a, in sales, so I drive I drive about a hundred miles a day, all over the place. And um, one day, I was thinking about this encounter I had with my little dog that has a problem being house trained and the dog uh, would go to the bathroom in the house and I would get upset and let the dog outside and then the dog would come back inside and it would look at me and and, you know come up on my leg and it would want me to pet it and love it and it would ask him you know I guess it was asking me for forgiveness and I would love the dog back. And I, and I still love that dog, even though it made me so angry when it would, wow, you know, when it would go to the bathroom in the house. And, and just, and I, I think it was the Holy Spirit saying that is the same, the, the way you can forgive that dog and love that dog is the same way that God has forgiven you.
0: That is so and powerful, John, in so was, many different ways.
2: Yeah, it was an epiphany, and I thought, "Wow, God really does really love me, and He has forgiven me." And even though that dog will continue, you know, now that we put the dog in diapers <laughs> uh, to prevent uh, the dog continuing to to ruin the floors in the house, but I still love that dog, and it and it and it still occasionally <laughs> will 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 transgress against me. <laughs> and do something in the house that makes me angry, but I get over it, and I still love that dog. So,
0: um, And, John, just, what you're saying is so critical, I think, for so many listeners, including me, uh, to hear, because it is really, really that deep cleansing blood of Jesus, and I, I, I recently found something in my own life that I wasn't feeling like I could be forgiven for. And, and in a similar situation, an epiphany, Jesus just kept saying to me, Robbie, didn't I pay enough for that? Wasn't what I suffered on the cross enough? And, and can't you be innocent? So I love that. I love it so much. God bless you, John. I appreciate you calling in now. Everybody who calls in today with their God nudge story is going to get a copy of Karen's book, The Compassionate Congregation. And I don't know if there's any stories in there about dogs wedding on the floor, but there we're going to add one, I think, John.
1: I think so. I think so. Thanks, John. God Thank bless you. So
0: we appreciate it so much. We got Gary is in Greenville, um, South Carolina. Gary, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good
3: morning to you. Um, that last call was uh, certainly resonated with me, and we've got large dogs, and we have the same problem, and <laughs> I think God's trying to get me out of some diapers that he's had to keep me in for a while, and it's time for me to to get potty trained in a couple of areas of my own life. But uh, anyhow, the nudge that I received, um you're hearing me okay.
0: I'm right? hearing you great. You're doing good.
3: Great. Um I'm driving to work um in my little pickup truck and um I'm not exactly on time for work. Um I'm not way late, but I'm I'm a little late, so I'm in a bit of a hurry and uh, I'm living in a warm part of the country that suddenly has had a really bad cold snap, and it's, the wind chill is, uh, you know, just a few degrees above zero. And I pass up a fellow walking on the road with where there's no sidewalk, just tiptoeing his way, trying to avoid being hit by cars, and not walking in the ditch somewhere between the two, and... Um, I just I pass him, I see that you know he's wearing kind of a ragged coat and and jeans and and old shoes and and he's got no hat on his head and he's looking pretty uncomfortable. He's marching along at a pretty good pace. He's doing okay, and I just had that nudge and I thought you know you should make sure he's okay. Maybe give him a lift. He's heading the same direction you're heading. Now I wouldn't want my wife or my daughter to stop for a man walking on the side of the road, but. But I'm a I'm a man and I'm a pickup truck and I'm feeling pretty safe and I'm I'm feeling like God really wants me to offer this man a, a hand and I didn't really want to do it I wanted to get to work I'm late and um, but the church parking lot up ahead <laughs> made a perfect turnaround spot <laughs> so I turned around uh, almost uh, reluctantly like I just felt like this it was it was more than a nudge it was a tug I was being pulled. I turned around and went back. There was a parking lot right in front of where he was about to reach. I pulled into that, turned around, and I came right up to the point perfectly where he was at my passenger door. And I got out and I greeted him friendly. I shook his hand. I introduced myself. He told me his name, uh, I believe it was Melvin. And um, I, he, he first declined uh, respectfully. He said, uh, No, I'll be okay. And I said, Are you sure? I said, It's awfully cold out here. Where are you oh, headed?
0: Oh, uh, Gary, I hate to stop you because that music means we got to go to a break. But oh, yeah. we all want to hear what happened with Melvin. Yeah. And we want to yeah. hear your story. So you call in with your God nudge during the break, 866 348 7884. 866 34 truth For the digitally gifted, we got so much. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome.
1: I cannot stand, I'll fall on you Jesus, you're my hope
0: Listen to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, and oh, do we need him. <laughs> and we are talking today about God nudges. When did you get a nudge behind the wheel, or any time in life, that you felt like God was trying to get your attention, whispering perhaps in your ear to stop and pick up somebody, or maybe to not go through that intersection right now? When did you receive that God nudge? We've gotten so many wonderful calls. we got more lined up. We want to hear from you, 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884. And, of course, you can find out more about this subject at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can follow Wisdom of the Wounded with Karen Mulder, who we have on the show today, her wonderful articles on God nudges, as well as other things we do here on the Christian Car Guy show, like On Track with Andy, which we have coming up. A really cool God Nudge story from uh, Bristol Motor Speedway today. Uh, Andy's up there for that race. And, of course, our Jesus Labor Love, free car repair labor. For single moms and widows across the country, we need some volunteers with that one. So be praying about what God might have you to do to help us with that ministry. And, again, you can find out all about all those things at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, we are waiting to hear from about Melvin. We have Gary. is in Greenville, South Carolina. He was sharing how he had stopped to pick up Melvin, but we don't know what happened.
3: Yeah, I'm still with you. Um, uh, it, it was just a total blessing for me. I, I, I'm almost tearful thinking about what a joy it was that this uh, this man, who um, obviously lived in some very low-income housing, and he had a bill in his pocket, and uh, he needed a ride to the bill pay place uh, for this utility that he was paying his Continue where he was going. He had no other transportation, and he, um, after he realized that that I was um, a, a Christian and I was doing this in the name of Jesus, he he agreed to hop in the truck and he put put on a seatbelt and we drove off. And turns out he went he he was headed right near where I work, and it was a good long little ride. It would have taken him probably an hour in that freezing cold weather to walk that far. We were able to drive him there in in five ten minutes um and he was very very grateful and he wanted to know where I went to church and I happened to have a business card for the church and I gave that to him and shared with him the gospel and um it it we parted at that point and i I continue to pray for him as I remember him it just uh it just reminds me to uh to to stay alert and and not uh resist those nudges because um this clearly was. Um, one of the nudges that you're talking about, and I was not, but maybe five minutes further delayed for getting to work, and I saved this man an hour and, and a lot of very cold weather walking.
0: Yeah, Gary, and here's the next cool, really neat thing I love about this show is who knows who heard your story today, Gary, and when they feel that nudge of God, I'm not saying everybody should pull over. We've had shows on that whole issue, but when you feel the Holy Spirit nudging you, there's a blessing, there's a divine appointment and 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 that's so amazing. God bless you, Gary. Have you got something to say for Gary, Karen?
1: Oh, I think that's a perfect story of having a nudge and even uh, setting aside your own priorities for a moment and following that nudge.
3: That and is everyone
1: awesome. turns out to be a winner.
0: That's for sure. God bless you, Gary. I appreciate you Thanks. calling in. Keep, so, keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. All right. We need to hear your story, 866 348 7884. We've got Lee is in Burlington, North Carolina. Lee, are you still with us? Uh, yes, I am.
1: I'm on speakerphone. Is that okay, or
0: should I go off the speakerphone? It would be better if you could. Okay, let
3: me just step right over here. I'm in this, this wonderful,
0: glorious sunshine
1: we're having today. <laughs> I'm enjoying little... it immensely. My story is to give the Lord glory that he's so deserving of. And it's also a safety issue, and I really would like to bring awareness to these sort of things that's going on as much as possible. I had stepped, it was about 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I stepped out of a restaurant. I was alone, and I saw four individual adults standing. They had a four-door car, and each individual adult was standing at a door of the car. It was two females, two males, and one of the women started to approach me. I have a policy. If I don't know you, I usually will not talk to you in a parking lot. And she started to approach me and asking me, that I like perfume? I have more allergies than allergies. But anyway, and I said, oh, no, I, no, I'm allergic to perfume. Well, she proceeded to follow me, and she became a little belligerent. And at that point, I said, Now, this is the last time the Lord has spoken to me while I was operating a car. That's the the reason you initially asked for. And I said, I will call the police. Well, that didn't go over well at all. I cannot begin to tell you how they all screamed and cursed at me. Went into an absolute rage. So I became very fearful and concerned and jumped in my car. And all I could think was, I need to drive away. I need to get away from here, this situation. Well, a voice, you know how the the Holy Spirit speaks to us in our minds, in our hearts, and it's hardly ever verbal, out loud, and said, go through the drive-thru. See, I had no intentions of doing that. I was just trying to get away. So I was obedient. I drove through the drive-thru. One of the kids came to the window, and I said, there are some people that are following me, they're harassing me, wow. and I don't know what to do. Well, I looked around. These people were had followed me. They were right there almost like within less than 50 feet of me. And all the kids, young kids, they're so cute teenagers, they started looking out the window at them, and they realized that we had an audience, and they drove away. <laughs> but apparently I was in... A great deal of danger and yeah. it was god he was looking after me this is a true story not embellished or anything and there's more details that oh lee
0: that blesses i would my rather heart.
1: not get into i'm sorry
0: that's okay it blesses my heart to know that god was looking out for you it said pull in the drive through who knows who heard that story today that might use that advice at some point in time god bless you Thanks. i appreciate you calling in Well, we've got to go to a break. We're going to be back with On Track with Andy. He's got a God Nudge with his guest. we got all sorts of other folks that are holding on for us. We are so grateful for your God Nudge stories. Thank you for calling in today.
2: No matter who we are, no matter what we do,
4: every day we can choose
5: to say if you want to steal my show.
0: That's the special <laughs> NASCAR edition of that song that I that I mixed together so we could hear the race cars taking off as we are thinking today about God nudges. Where were you when God nudged you? Behind the wheel, what was your story? We've been blessed with so many today. We're going to have our on track with Andy. He's actually at a NASCAR race up there at Bristol Motor Speedway today. But first, I want to hear from Mike. Is in Grangeville, Indiana. He's been hanging on for a long time. Did I get that right? Is it pronounced Grangeville, Mike?
6: Yeah, it's Grangeville, but it's actually Idaho.
0: Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What station are you listening to up in Idaho that you're hearing us?
6: You know what? I I really don't know. I've been uh, driving through the mountains and hitting the Seek dial, and this popped up, and who knows? Maybe that was my uh, that was god your... <laughs> nudge for the day. So.
0: <laughs> that is wonderful. Well, Mike, you don't know this, but I was born in Idaho. I'm from Pocatello.
6: Ah, I'm, I'm very familiar with Pocatello, east side.
0: Yeah, so tell us about your god nudge.
6: Well, you know, it, it's kind of a, a strange story. We had a, a, a death in the family a few weeks ago, and... Uh, um, with my, one of my dad's brothers in, in Southern Idaho. And I live up in Northern Idaho and, uh, I, uh, kind of felt the need, Hey, I should, I should head down there and,
2: and, uh,
6: be with my dad. And, and, uh, so got a couple of days off work and, and, uh, took off after work and started driving down the road. And the further I drove, the more I was like, you know what, I should not, I should not be making this trip and, and, uh, get, getting further and kind of just I, I don't know. More distressed, and and uh, finally, I just ended up uh, pulling off the road and and uh, stopping and and praying. And I ended up uh, calling my mom and saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm not sure why, but uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be there." And uh, uh, I ended up turning around, and 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 this was after about an hour's drive. And turning around, and I mean, immediately, as soon as I turned around, there was just this huge sense of relief and and it was one of those things like you know what I don't know what it is but I don't think I was supposed to be there and I mean I I don't know what the outcome might have been I just know that at that point in time and and my mom is a you know a wonderful Christian woman as well as my dad and they said hey something was talking to you and and uh, we appreciate you wanting to be here but uh, you were supposed to be home so uh, you know it was just it was just a very strange uh, and, and and incredibly strong.
3: Uh,
6: Nudge at that point in time. So, um, but anyway, it was it was a a, you know I've had those here and there throughout my life, and that was just one of those ones where it's like you know I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this. So,
0: that is just powerful, Mike. God bless you. I appreciate you sharing that because there's so many times that that we get a little bit of something like that, and and we need to heed that. And the relief that you felt, and that's a powerful testimony. I am so thankful that you shared that with us today and uh, we we um, Karen I'm wondering what your thoughts might be on that
1: well i think uh, the key was when he turned around he felt peace inside and i think when we're in god's will doing god's will we will have peace even though outside may be chaotic so i think that was an affirmation that he followed uh that god's nudge
0: yeah how cool is that god bless you mike i appreciate you calling in so much today well, we're going to go to our on-track with Andy segment and uh we're pretty excited because Andy's out there uh we got a whole lot of lines here so I got to get the right one. Andy, are you with us out there in Bristol? I can hear you, can can you hear me, Robbie? I can. I can.
4: You know, I don't I don't know if you've ever been out here, but finding a quiet spot to talk to you is no small feat <laughs> in this environment.
3: This is uh, this is a very
4: loud place, but I, but I've managed to do it. It's, uh, so we're, we got a few minutes here of peace and quiet. But you know, I, before I before I introduce our guest here, Robbie, I just want to say I think this is such a great topic for a show. And I don't know if it's you or Karen or Howard, you guys came up with this together, but I just think it's fantastic. And when when I think about God nudges, I, I almost think about a game show environment where. You know what? You feel nudged to do something if you're asked a question that you have three. There's there's three prizes behind three doors. And one of them may be amazing. One of them may be just a simple thing. But there's always a prize there. And by not responding to those nudges, it's almost like saying, well, I'm just not going to play. Even though you know there's a blessing in and in a prize there. So, uh, and I'm certainly guilty of that myself of, of, of uh, you know, being too busy or looking over those, but I always remember that and try. You know what? Like the Lord has untold blessings for us if we just respond. So oh yeah. What a, what a great topic. Anyway.
0: Well, great. So, uh,
4: well, listen. I don't know, Daryl. Are you with me here, bud? I am here. Okay. I keep getting some funny, some funny beats, but uh, so, Rob, I actually have a good friend of mine, Daryl Barker, on the phone normally is running around the racetrack, but today is he, he's not coming until tomorrow. But uh, just thinking about what we talked about, the God nudges earlier, and, uh, and I know Daryl's story, so um, Daryl, I'm not even sure I'm going to give you an introduction. Just tell us a little bit about your background and what you have to do that has to do with being a nudge of the Lord to move towards ministry right now.
7: Okay, yeah, well, first of all, thanks, Andy, and uh, you guys for letting me uh, join you here today. Um, yeah, you know, a brief, uh, a brief history for me is uh, I started out career in Southern California in finance, uh, moved to uh, Charlotte in uh, 94 and began working as the business manager for a Sprint Cup team back then, uh, moved from there into NASCAR licensing company um, as the general manager, and then uh, just kind of felt God's leading uh, after about eight years in the business end of, of the sport, moving into uh, ministry. And with my late father-in-law, I began an international motorsports ministry where we traveled the world, uh, engaging and interacting with Formula One and V8 supercars and um, super bikes and a number of racing series around the world. And uh, but but then fast forward into 2008, and my father-in-law passed away um, after a seven-month battle with uh, brain cancer. And you know it was kind of a what do I do now? Um, and so just really felt at that point that it was the right thing to merge uh, what I was doing in with one of our board members. We had a ministry called Master's Men, and uh, so I merged in with them in 2008. So that's kind of the—and that's where I am today uh, with Master's Men Ministries.
4: Yeah, and so, so Master's Men, there. I want you to talk just a little bit more about that, but I tell you from, from what I see and what I've witnessed with you is— the the well, I tell you what. Just tell tell us the principle before I before I tell you my stories about that. What is the principle with the with the businessmen and the, the evangelistic outreach and, and really the discipleship part of Masters Men? Well, just just focus on that just for a minute for us.
7: Okay. Well, yeah, you know it's real. Um, you know, our ministry at its core is both evangelistic and discipleship, and I don't think you can really have uh, either one um, by itself. It's, they really have to go hand in hand. Um, and so what we do is we try to encourage those, uh you know, Christian men to reach out and engage those people within their sphere of influence, whatever that may be, whether it's neighborhood, business, um, and, and use the tools. Our primary tools, if you will, are uh, business and sports. And we, um, you know, at the core of the ministry is trying to get um, uh, engagement through those two things. We kind of we have seen and experienced that men, non-believers, are more likely to learn and engage through business and sports, and that's just a jumping-off point. But that way, we can get their attention and get an audience, if you will. And so, trying to get Christian men to step out and uh, and reach out to the again those guys right around them. That's that's the core, and it's our belief, and I really feel with my heart that you know God did, um, you know, has. Ask men to lead in a way that maybe we haven't done very well uh, through the years and it's created a lot of issues. And, and so, so yep. that's kind of our, our focus primary um, uh, is, is to reach out to men. Daryl, I'm wondering, it, is there
0: a particular man story, a story that you could share with us where you said, wow, now this is why I do what I do. This man, God showed up in this situation It's just, I can't believe this.
7: Well, um, gosh, I mean, I engage a lot of different people, um, but, you know, in many respects, it happens all the time with, uh, you know, with the guys in racing. Um, and and I've seen in the most inopportune times, you know, I believe that there are times where men are just kind of like, I, I like to say sit alone in the dark and they really want to be something bigger than they are. And they realize they want to be, uh, they, not bigger than they are, but they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And I believe that men at their core want that. And know that that's, you know, we know that that looks like Christ. We know that that looks like relationship with him and his kingdom.
0: Oh, Andy, um, I hate to to, to end this. It's so awesome. Masters, man, you can find out all about it at ChristianCarGuy.com. Today we're talking about God nudges. Thank you, Andy, for being with us again out there at Bristol Motor Speedway. Appreciate it.
4: Sounds good.
0: Catch you next week. All right. And we got more God stories. We got Tina in Apex. And we got Jennifer in Holland, Michigan. So, man, stay tuned. There's a lot coming up.
1: When did
0: God nudge you behind the wheel? We're hearing God nudge stories today on the Christian Car Guys show. We have been so blessed. All these wonderful calls, and we would urge you to get your story in. we still got time. 866-348-7884, 866 truth Again, we are just blessed out of our socks to hear how God has done this in your life. And I want to share, I, I, there's some scriptural reference that I think is very important here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul said, and so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not speak with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness and great fear and trembling. My message and pre- preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. You see, As people share these stories, these God nudges, everybody listening today hears God's power. And it's not with wisdom. It's they hear what God's doing. And it increases everybody's faith. So we need you to courageously call 866-348-7884. And I really do want to make a shout out to a new station carrying us in North Georgia, WCDG, North North Georgia's. Christian Radio, we are so blessed to add those guys to the Christian Car Guide affiliate list. And we got Tia is in Apex. She has been hanging on forever with her God nudge. Tia, you're on a Christian Car Guide show. Finally, can you share with us?
1: I certainly can. I am so excited because God, he is my protector. I'm diabetic, and I was leaving work the other day, and I got to a certain stoplight, and all of a sudden I just blanked out. But God had his hand on the steering wheel, and I drove for 20 or 25 minutes completely unconscious, but yet at the steering wheel. And and I have to say, God must have a sense of humor, because as I'm driving along, you have to be aware, I was not aware of anything. And all of a sudden, it's like I was coming to, and I was shaking at the steering wheel, and I looked up, and there was a Harris Teeter <laughs> right in front of my face. And I and I was thinking to myself, you know, this shouldn't happen, because with a diabetic, I should have run into another car. I should have wrecked the car. Something should have happened to me. But all I can say is that God is a powerful God. And he had his hands on my car and on my steering wheel. And um, I was able to get into the Harris Teeter and and get something to eat um, because that's how you bring your blood sugar out. Right, I bet you tried orange
0: juice (laughs) or something.
1: It was, uh, well, it was cookies, and it's kind of didn't really even like, but but that was the first thing that I saw. But, um, you know, I don't suggest now, before I even get in the car, I definitely check the blood sugar to make sure it's where it's supposed to be. But there is no rhyme or reason for me even being here or why I did not hurt somebody I was in my car and so I'm just very grateful to the Lord I just give him the praise and glory for just taking care of me
0: and that's a I bet your favorite song I bet your favorite song is Jesus take the wheel (laughs) exactly
5: exactly exactly. (laughs)
1: because he did take the wheel this had to be at least 20-25 miles out And, and even when I got there I didn't know where I was Wow! and so of course you know I found the signs and I got home fine, but um
0: well, thank you, um, Tia, so much. God bless yeah. you. I appreciate you hanging on so long for us. And that just I, just, was I just had
1: to give the Lord's praise for that. So.
0: Yes, you did, and encouraged a lot of folks with it. Thank you, Tia. God bless you. I appreciate that so much. We got Sandy is in Richmond, Virginia. Sandy, you're on a Christian Hello. Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for us? Well,
1: um, I have to give you a little bit of history first. Um, I was baptized last October, I'm sixty five. Wow.
0: Right. Congratulations. Yeah, really. That's exciting, just that that's that's the best news yet.
1: My daughter, um, was killed in a horrific accident four and a half years ago, which actually is what brought me I always knew God or knew of God. I didn't have a relationship with him until after my daughter was killed. Um but the nudge that I want to tell you about is I was coming out of Walmart and we have a lot of people who can handle in our area. And I very seldom almost never stop cuz I just don't believe their story, to be honest. But I um I was coming out of Walmart and there was this young girl and she had a sign fair change and I drove faster. Cuz I don't do that and I got almost out to the main road, and I just had the strongest feeling that my daughter, Kristen, who believed in random acts of kindness and was teaching her children that, um, would not have passed this young woman by. And I, I ignored it. I was like, no, you know, that's silly. I had to turn around and go back. And, um to this young woman and she was like maybe nineteen or twenty and she suffers from Crohn's disease, so she can work sometimes, sometimes she can't. So I gave her some money and we talked a little bit. Then I ran into in the same place about a month later again. I had my granddaughter with me. Um, I went back, and gave her some money and we talked a little bit more. The third time, we prayed together, and uh, and she was in tears. And I told her straight up, I'm like, you know, sweetie. I don't know if what you're telling me is just a story or if you really do have Crohn's disease, but I know that God wants me to be in your life. So here's my name and my phone number, and if you need anything, you just need to call. I have never seen her hand-handling since. I've never heard from her. I don't know, you know, what happened with her. I always watch for her.
0: Wow, Sandy. But
1: I just knew that God needed me to witness to her. And so uh,
0: Yeah, there you go. That Karen, that's that's exactly what the doctor ordered right there, isn't it? It
1: certainly is.
0: I'm sorry, so, Karen. Go ahead. Karen?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were speaking to me. Oh, that's a beautiful story. And you're doing and you're doing, Sandy, what God urged you to do and the the results are up to him. There you go. It's unbelievable the nudges I get.
0: I was in a restaurant two days ago. Well, Sandy, I hate—I you are so amazing, and I'm so thankful for that. But I got Ann in Norfolk, Virginia. who's holding on. We got just a couple more minutes. I want to get her, if that's okay. God bless you. Thank you, Sandy. All right, we are going to go to Ann in Norfolk, Virginia. Ann, I appreciate you hanging on, but we don't have a lot of time. But can you share? We'd love to hear it.
5: Okay, I I want to tell you how we... By miracle, uh, got the station wagon, and uh, it was the newest car we ever had. Well, I had old cars. I had four children. We had four children two years apart. Well, anyway, I was going to see two uh, elderly aunts, and I decided to go by myself. Usually we'd go as a family, my husband who does all the driving. But uh, it's the first time we'd had anything with all the um, air conditioning, on back brakes, and all the stuff. And anyway, I was I was heading down to Carolina from uh, from Virginia, and I told them in Carolina and my family that exactly uh, the route and so forth, what time I'd be there. And so I was driving down, and it was really a hot summer. And one aunt was diabetic; almost was almost completely blind. I didn't. I went by myself so we could sort of reminisce and not excite them or anything with the whole family. You know, you know so I was just a one-on-one basis.
0: And you're going to have to speed up for us because we only have about far another far. minute. That's
5: okay. okay. Uh, anyway, so I was, can you hear me okay? We hear you great, yeah, but said, you're going okay, to have to so I was driving down, and the pavement was really, had melted and beveled up, and as I went around this curve, the back wheel hit that uh, pavement, and it threw me off, and I, it looked like it was going to go down a man, uh, side of a mountain. Or not a mountain, but anyway. And I said, oh, oh, oh well, I'm sorry, while I was driving, I was listening to um, Bible Broadcasting Network on the radio all over the United States and other countries, and two people uh, had a sermon.
0: One was, I... Uh, Whoa, it sounds like Jesus must have taken the wheel. I hate to shut this off. We're going to do another show about these God nudges, because we had so many of them, Man, we're going to uh, get you to call back to hear the rest of that story. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show, but how about listening to some God nudges this week?